Hey girl, good morning, happy Friday. Of course, I'm starting to start every episode with a cute little ass quote. (laughs) Today's quote is, inner peace begins when you focus on the present. And honestly, I have a huge problem with focusing on the present. My mind is either sometimes on the past, like, oh my God, tongue tied, oh my gosh, I wish I didn't do that, da 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 ever of course we all have flashbacks whether good or bad and sometimes we just stick to those flashbacks or i'm like i'm so happy and i'm just giddy over stuff that hasn't even happened yet and you know sometimes that's good for like a little motivation like oh yeah this is why i'm doing this because i can't wait to get to that certain point in my life but the power in really sitting in the present and enjoying and soaking up the present is such a relaxing thing because you're not stressing over something that already happened and your mind isn't filled up with stuff that hasn't happened like you're looking at everything you have in this moment everything you're doing in this moment and letting that be enough and I think sometimes we all need to sit back in reality and realize Right now is the future, you know? Right now is also the past. It's a combination of both, so it's the present. I don't don't know if that's how time works, but (laughs) today that's how it's working, okay? (laughs) Now, I have a semi-big headache because TMI, I was sobbing. Not sobbing, but I was crying yesterday, and I don't know if you're the type of person that you know of course the other episode I said when you're mad you cry that's what I'd be doing so and I hate crying because am I the only one who gets a headache when they cry like I literally despise getting upset and a headache or I despise crying because I know my head is going to be banging the next day it's like almost like it's literally almost like a hangover headache that is what it feels like like on everything (laughs) oh my gosh but yeah let's get into this episode grab your tea matcha water um broom if you're cleaning like whatever you're about to do prep to do it because we're about to start right now okay so I know so many people have their own signs that a guy does not like you but mine are tailored to what I have experienced so Okay, so if you are with someone that does one or all these things, I'm not saying dump him, but if he or she doesn't try to stop doing these things and you're just left feeling super out of it and you're just thinking like, damn, like this relationship, I am tired. Like whether it's just you or both y'all just tired from the relationship 
especially if you don't got no kid you're not married you're barely dating maybe if it's not if you don't think either of you guys have the power or urge to fix it to where you're not stressing each other's lives out it's gonna be so hard but call it quits or or work up to break up with him like real shit like being and the person doesn't have to be the worst person in the world he could be super nice and cool and chill he could be a sweet ass person to you but there's just certain things that he does that trigger you and make you feel less than in a sense but okay let's get into it (laughs) signs he doesn't like you one he watches you cry knowing he caused it now first of all unless it's happy tears no man should be making no girl cry okay like he should not be making you cry you know but sometimes our emotions get the best of us but if he's just watching you and he's not trying to coddle you he's not trying to hold you like he may not even give a fuck in his mind he might even be laughing like it's it's sad to say but some people really be on some evil shit like that he may be like damn this bitch is so annoying when in reality he's just a jackass who doesn't mind making you cry and if he's making you cry like you know some relationships aren't easy you know but if he's like if you realize like damn like i really keep staying on the waterworks with this nigga like I am constantly crying when I am with this guy. It's like, dude, I say vent to a friend or build up your self-esteem to the point where you know your worth and you know the person for you would not have you stressed out to where you're crying constantly. That sucks. Two, lags but claims to not be super active besides work or school now this one i've never understood like when i would see posts on instagram or twitter or whatever and girls would be like oh he hasn't texted me in two weeks but then right when he texts me i'm up on his dick like what the fuck first of all Oh, Lord, I don't care how busy you are. If you're not texting me in two weeks, baby, you is not Ariana Grande. You is not a celebrity. Okay, calm it down. You saw the text. Like, I've never experienced someone lagging that hard and then claiming they fuck with me. Like, and then there be some dummies who want to put it on, oh, I'm depressed, da, da, da. If you're so depressed, just tell me and I'll let you, I'll fall the fuck back you know like don't have me waiting but in reality when that happens like the guy is lacking that much he either a has a girlfriend or three you're like number four or five or six seven eight nine ten bitch you just not the one you're not number one or two or three at that point because he has a whole line of girls that he is talking to and when they lag on him he comes to you which is why it takes so long for him to respond to you because you're not the only person he is talking to like everybody knows this but then they forget it when it comes to someone they like he is not the only one you are talking to and if he is lagging if he if he even take more than a day more than a few hours to text you back girl fall back fall back because 
he do not see you as someone he wants to genuinely date now who knows maybe with other people's situations he may actually be busy he may actually try his best to communicate with you and see you in person and stuff but if that's not the case and 99.9999 of the chances you talk to him it's really brief and it seems like you know you have a little inkling like damn i'm feeling a little bit like a secret like i'm feeling like i'm under wraps okay like it's like you know drop him because as you're not the only girl in the world and he knows that you need to remember he is not the only nigga in the world okay he is not the only boy in the world okay like there's 1500 million of him there is thousands of him okay what does do you need do you think it's hard to find another boy with a bowl bowl cut or what's hairstyles another taper fave ever the fuck you think it's hard it's not another one with a rose chest tattoo with his grandma's name on it you think it's hard no (laughs) find another one and stop letting that boy play you because i bet you stressing over some little boy messaging you and he all up in someone else's booty hole ass whatever he gobbling on their coochie while you stress over him not texting you back for a month and then right when he's done with that girl he goes to you like you a recycling bin like oh i just had here just to be here when i need something to fuck or talk to or vent to you are that girl you are that bitch you are that woman you are pretty as fuck you are that you are not a recycling bin and you're not something what's something that people use but then not use you're not you're not someone's least favorite chapstick i know that's odd but that's all that came to my head you're not someone's least favorite chapstick okay you're not the one where they keep holding you on their shelf <clears throat> excuse me they keep holding you on your shelf and they keep buying all these other lip glosses and shit and they wait until they dead broke out of lip gloss to finally dust you off and use you like no baby you are that i'm i don't know how to pronounce it but i love this lip balm not sponsored maybe one day uh-huh. manifesting <laughs> um lineage lip balm i love it you are that or any other because that's not really expensive but it's really good quality um any expensive product or just you just say your name like and that is priceless you are that do not wait for some dusty boy he probably smells like mustard and mountain dew mixed together and probably does not even have a skincare routine lagging on you making you feel worthless and that boy probably don't even brush his fucking teeth every fucking night okay (laughs) oh like ooh. but then i get it if you're in college or something there are guys like if you're dating someone who's studying to be a doctor or something he might genuinely be busy that sound like that's stressful like if you know he like if you are in his life physically and you know he's super busy but you know that he puts time for for you and you know like there's no way he's making time for someone else if it's like that then you know just cheer him on and be there for him and hopefully he is doing the same for you with your life and your goals and what you're doing you know okay number three 
already is making you not feel like a priority or makes you earn being a priority. Now, this one, some people might debate on this, but I feel like if y'all, not the talking stage, but if if it's full-blown, this is my girlfriend, you're my boyfriend, like, you're both on that, because let's be real, some, some of you ladies be, some of you little boys and girls be a little delusional, okay? Like, some of y'all be a little delusional. If, just because you saying that's your boyfriend don't make him your boyfriend if he is saying we are in a relationship you're my girlfriend like you're locked in and same for you boys don't be on some joe shit from you and thinking just because you met her once or something that make her your girlfriend if she's not saying we're dating if you guys have not discussed it yet you're not dating i don't care if you have sex all the time i don't care if you guys go on little carnival dates i don't care if you're taking parking lot pictures and wearing matching slippers i don't care if you're not discussing it you're not it now sometimes maybe they'll be like oh i thought automatically no you need to say it because what if i go do some street shit like in the street I'm dipping my toes in the street and you crying in the back seat because you thought we were dating but it, it no one said nothing so no anyways getting off topic <laughs> getting off topic <laughs> make sure that you guys are locked in now to be a priority in a guy's life means it doesn't mean you're above everybody in his life let's get that clear it doesn't mean you're above his mom it doesn't mean you're above god it doesn't mean you're even above him you know because you wouldn't want to think a boy is over you unless you birthed a child you know but if you have a sense that he is like excuse me sorry But if you have a sense that he is, like, dangling you being on his priority list above your head like you're a little puppy. If he's making you fight for feeling like a priority, then... You know, it's so easy to say, oh, just dump him, just leave him. But if you actually, like, care about that person, you're going to want to make it work. You're going to want to see growth from them. And that's just what it is. It's reality. Like, it's so easy to say, oh, break up with him, dump him. But usually, like, the bitches who say that are still fucking with a toxic ass nigga that they are in love with. But just keep in mind like just check it like do you feel like you're a priority like do you feel like they put because some stuff does have to come before you especially if you guys one haven't been together that long and if you're not even married you know something like as you should him like first see like okay how about this see is he the top priority in your life like do you put him before your friends your family working out do you put him before like basically everything or almost everything 
and see like does it is it equal like where he is on your priority list right now currently in your life or do you feel like you're in that same level of priority in his and if not maybe like try talking to him or her try talking about like hey like you know like I put you so high up in my life but you're not doing that for me and if you don't want to talk about it fall back treat him how he treating you and of course you know as people say that's going to start something but just be like well I'm just going off of how you're acting like don't overdo it for someone who's barely giving you the bare minimum like barely doing it like literally just whatever vibe they on and if you like them and you want to keep you know dating or being their girlfriend whatever just be on the vibe that you're on and then the course will take itself like you're either gonna break up or he's gonna end up stepping up because he feels like you're not interested in him because sometimes guys are really stupid they don't realize how they're acting actually affects you and how you see yourself in the relationship but if you fall back like a little bit then I feel like it would make him step his game up because even though like you know feminism and this this and that like guys do want to be men like they do want to feel like they have to earn you because we're always surprised if even if you're not a woman and you're like a guy or whatever non-gender if you're like the more let's just say more bottom type then the partner that you're with if they are the more dominant type they're gonna want to naturally chase you even in a relationship but when you're dating somebody then you kind of give everything away and you make it super easy for them so maybe subconsciously for them it makes them not put that much effort or make you feel like a priority because it's like this person's the person in my dreams, like they're way out of my league, but I don't have to chase it. It's like if a kid wants a big ass lollipop and someone just gave it to them, they're going to appreciate it for a little bit, but then they're like, okay, where's the other one? Because they didn't have to earn it. It's just like, it's so good, but I didn't have to earn this. Like, I don't have to do anything to keep this. It was just given to me. So, yeah. Four, let you take the leads on dates always. Now this, I have a problem with doing. Only because some niggas be boring. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, even though eating is fun, I, unless like they're taking you like out, like to a restaurant or somewhere where you have to really like, look good to match the vibe at where you're gonna eat it's not a date to me because we all have to eat one we have to eat so I don't count us going to dinner or lunch as a date unless it's like hey I'm taking you to this place that we wouldn't normally be able to go to like it's too far or it's really expensive or something but if it's something like I could take myself to like I don't see that as a date like help some people be like oh if someone gets me chicken nuggets I'm so appreciative like people have brainwashed some girls into really appreciating dust (laughs) 
You are appreciating dust. Dust balls. Like you are appreciating nothing. Like a guy taking you to McDonald's is not a date. I don't care how aesthetic you guys make it look like on TikTok. It's not a date. I don't care if you guys go to Olive Garden. It's not a date. Especially when... What is it the one with a two for 20? And I'm not saying it has to be expensive, but make it feel like a date. Like, excuse me. That's like the fifth time I said, excuse me. But make it feel like a date. I feel like guys, like some guys lack creativity. Like if you want to make dinner or food a date, make it cute. Like, do a picnic on the beach. Let's go on hot air balloon and sip something. Let's chop up a lot of fruits and veggies and cheese platter, whatever, and go to a park. And let's let's make it something that actually feels like a date. Because you can't just call any normal activity that people are able to go to a date. Like, you want to be taken somewhere where the majority of people you see are couples, not five-year-olds, kicking the other, um, you know, like the double-sided booths. Like, you don't want to be eating somewhere that it's supposed to be a date, but you see five-year-olds kicking the seat, you hear babies crying. Like, no, I want to feel like this is the scene where people take their partners. Like, this is a date scene, you know and if you're the person who's always coming up with dates and they're just going along with it and they don't even try to put no type of input or be like oh well let's do this instead like I'm not saying they have to disagree with it but if you catch yourself always because it's hard when you're always like thinking about stuff for me like I'm always thinking about something my mind is constantly in gear mode it's running it's power on always never shuts off So if I think of something cute, like, oh, let's do this for a date. Like, oh, let's do this. Let's do this. But then I'm not being like, you know, a woman and waiting for someone to propose a date to me. Like, I'm always the one that's like trying to be super fun and stuff because I get bored really easily. And I feel like that's bad. Like, I think maybe I should start writing it down and just waiting and then like seeing like okay like he's he's proposed a few days we have fun now it's my turn let's let me plan something but don't always be the one always over planning dates and then just letting them you know basically just do it but you know what in some relationships the girls like being the dominant one and the guys like being the ones who are taken care of this ain't for y'all. <laughs> this is not for y'all. So just click off. No, I'm kidding. This one's just not for y'all. This is for the ones for the girls who want to feel in their feminine energy. This is just the ones who don't like being over dominant because we're so used to doing that in our everyday lives. And we, I can't, like, you just can't remember a time when you just let someone do something for you. And if you don't want that in a relationship, you need to recognize that you cannot plan dates all the fucking time. You just can't. I feel like that's just one of the things that's going to make the guy lazy. Now, given if a person really likes you 
it don't matter how many dates you plan, they are still going to want to plan stuff. And that's like a good relationship where it doesn't matter how much you say, they still put their efforts into. So also look for someone who does that. Like, it don't matter how over dominant I'm being like at the end of the day, he is going to be dominant to me and for me in a positive, non-controlling, obsessive way. You know? Five, pressures you to change quickly so you fit into his life. My hand on my chest right now. Like, I'm just closing my eyes because I just know so many of y'all deal with this. Also me, like, I'm raising my hand. I am part of that club. Like, letting someone make you feel like you have to fit their mold. And, oh, my God. (laughs) like oh and then they don't do it right at first at first it's like oh you're perfect this is this like i'm okay with that and then slowly they're trying to make you fit their life now sometimes it's okay especially if some of the stuff you do some of the stuff you do isn't exactly positive even to yourself but if it's happening like fast in the relationship like oh well I want you to only do your hair like this. First of all, you should not let no one tell you, unless it's something you're okay with, you should not let someone tell you how to do your hair, how to dress, nothing. Because, bitch, you liked me how I was before you could alter me. So why are you now trying to alter me, nigga? Like, what? Sit the fuck down. Why are you trying to alter me? And it's... Like, they see a puppy, and you know how some people, like, dye their puppy's fur, and it's like, why don't you just keep it original? Like, you got me for a reason because you thought I was cute, even though ladies were not fucking puppies or human beings. Uh, but it's just, don't lose weight in order to make your man happy. Don't keep your hair long in order to make your man happy. Don't do these things because you want to feel happy and because, you know, like, of course, we all want to look good for our partners. But don't have your sole purpose of altering yourself to please that specific person you're with. Even if it's outside of a relationship, don't do things to please no friends, no family, strangers, coworkers, no one. Don't do that. It has to be pleasing for yourself completely because then it's like, okay, you're doing all this stuff that you wouldn't actually, you don't even really like on you. And then he leaves or you break up and it's like, fuck, like, I don't even remember who I am anymore because I altered myself to basically be this nigga's Barbie doll. But was he even kin? Was he given the dollhouse? Was he, what was he doing? You were being Barbie to a, um, to a troll doll. Like, why? Like, if that's the case, especially like if he doesn't alter a little stuff about himself for you, definitely no. Bitch, don't. Sit down. Sit down sit down you tell me you you want my hair straight but you can't trim your beard for me you can't do this for me like no it has to if you want something i could want something and we both gotta do it if that's the case you should fuck up and sit the fuck down and enjoy these curls enjoy how i dress Mm -hmm. (laughs) but yeah don't feel pressure to fit into his life
Don't feel pressure to fit into his mold. Don't feel pressure to basically be his Build-A-Bear bitch. Don't feel pressured because if he's not even doing that for you, why? And then it's like, do you think he does that to his friends? Do you think he's pressuring his friends? You know, some people do do that. But do you think he's pressuring his friends to fit into his life or is he accepting his friends for who they are and loving them completely especially his family members too like he it's weird that we don't treat our relationships with equal respect as friendships and family it should either be more or equal it should never be less the fuck no no Six, makes a big deal for you to meet everyone he knows but has yet to show interest in meeting your people. Lord. (laughs) To me, this is sort of a red flag. It gave me cult vibes. I'm so sorry. To me, it gave me cult vibes. Like, you know, it's sweet if a guy is so, like, feels so lucky to have you he feels like oh my god like I just want to shout at the top of a mountain like I got this girl she's amazing I want to show her to my mom want to show her off I want to do everything I want everybody to see how lucky I am that's cool and everything but if he's like doing it so quickly and he's just rushing you to like meet his friends his family like it's gonna it will feel a little off some girls might like that to me it feels off it feels like y'all finna sacrifice me to a goat with a goat or something like it's gonna feel cultish to me because one you never even now given guys are not mind reader you know just like how you didn't have to ask them or show interest in meeting their family and friends they don't have to do that to you either but i feel like if it seems so strong for them to introduce you they should feel like oh i also want to meet yours you know they should want to meet your side and stuff you know given back to what i just said about making you the perfect mold for their life like you never want to feel like you're just the add-on character to their life and they don't come in your life so then it just starts to feel like you're morphing into just being that person's partner like you're not you're losing yourself as an individual like you're just going to be branded as that person's partner not just you as a whole woman human being person whatever and that's not cool like just remember that you were a whole person i'm hoping before you got in a relationship does that mean you have to have all your shit together? Does that mean you have to be perfectly happy? No, but I'm saying you weren't half a person before getting in a relationship. You, your name did not start with, oh, so-and-so's girlfriend. No, it's your fucking name. So just remember that. So if you ever feel like, damn, like I feel like I'm just suffocated in this person's life, And I'm just always around that person. Because sometimes, like, even though 
it's a trend to be clingy and shit like oh i'm the clingy girlfriend like everybody's not going to want to always be up their partner's ass and i know it sucks because part of you is like oh i love spending so much time with them but then the other part of you is like damn like when's the last time i did my hobby when's the last time i checked on my girlfriends when's the last time i had family dinner when's the last time i like just stayed home or just did me like you don't want to end up being like that because then you're going to be one of those wives popping xanaxes with a glass of wine while he's out doing who knows what okay um seven Every argument you have, you're always someone apologizing, no matter how or why it started. Now, in some tiny percentage of um, situations, maybe it is your fault. But you being the person each fucking time apologizing when, especially if you know why it started why an argument or fight or disagreement started and you know you're not in the wrong and then somehow you're tricked into apologizing (gasps) oh god (laughs) oh my fucking god I can't I can't I can't I can't like rest in peace to that bitch because what the fuck you should not be the only one apologizing Especially if you know, if you know you're not in the wrong. But some people are shapeshifters and they're manipulative as fuck. And they, I got, I got to do another episode on this specific topic. They just somehow make you feel like, they somehow make you feel bad for having human feelings they make you feel bad for being uncomfortable with something they make you feel bad for it to the point where they make you feel like you are on the opposing side and you're the negative one and they make you feel like you're in the wrong now sometimes to them they could feel like you're attacking them but every fucking time come on now you know, you know she's not in the wrong. You know she's just saying how she feels. You know. But I'm going to have to go on that topic. I'm probably going to have to do a part two. But I'm going to have to go on that topic deeper on another episode. Because it's just, it's annoying. But yeah, do not, if you're always the one apologizing, he is manipulating the fuck out of you. You should not be the only one always ending up on the negative side of stuff never ever i don't give a fuck ever if it takes him like an arm and a leg to fucking say sorry uh uh-uh cut it nope nope i don't give a fuck (laughs) okay eight he makes you beg for scraps of the bare minimum so he has examples of being a good partner and listening to you well oh my gosh oh my gosh and you know what's so funny 
like i swear most of these men be raised by just a mom like (laughs) oh my god what's wrong i swear on everything like most of these men who be doing this shit be just raised by their mom no shame to single mothers no shame but some of y'all be taking that oh my son is my king a little too extreme because you're making him act like he could just stomp on everybody and not be not have compassion and not be a good person like no i don't care like no i do not care if he's your first or second third son i do not care he if he is such a king he needs to know when to treat someone that he wants as his girlfriend aka a queen whatever but it's just i'm tired i'm tired making you beg for scraps like if you feel like the relationship is starting to be or has always been just you having to puppeteer and i know that sounds like a really bad word but it's just what the fuck it is having to puppeteer or make or feel like you have to have or give examples of how you want to be treated and what you want them to do basically just be a boyfriend because at this point it's like why am i even dating you like i you're just a body at this point and some people like that personally i do not i do not want to feel like i have to have my hand up your ass to be a caring loving understanding non-manipulative fuck to me i should not have to stress on you i should not have to stress about tiny shit with you you should already know i don't give a fuck you should already know like and it's just so annoying because for the girls who want a boyfriend to just be a boyfriend and not have to control them in order to be a boyfriend you know how stressful it is because like they want to be like oh i'm trying babe da, 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 da. And no they're not because realistically if they had the girl they really wanted they wouldn't have to hear shit they'd already be rolling that red carpet for you to walk down throwing rose petals on your ass everything they would already be doing it they already be fucking listening they already be caring they already be understanding and i'm not saying that the person you're dating isn't any of those things but i'm saying when it comes down to it are you the one who initiates them to behave the way you want to be treated not talking about shopping not talking about um sex i guess i don't know not not talking about material things but just like how you feel as his woman do you feel like you have to tell him how to treat you but he never tells you how to treat him because most likely you are being everything you can to be a good partner for him because you want to, you know, you know how they say treat people how you want to be treated. But he's not catching on to that. He is doing basically dust ball fucking nothing. And it's like, you know what? You're giving all these boys these tips to be a good partner. He's going to turn around and leave your ass and get the girl he really wants and treat her the way she needs to be treated. But the whole time she's thinking is genuine. No, baby, you're basically dating me because I made him. I told him how to be a good boyfriend, bitch. So you're basically dating a ghost vessel of me, my ghost up in him, because you're dating me, bitch, because I told him how to be, how to treat a fucking woman. And now you left in a crop dust because 
he so he took all that as you nagging at him but you're gonna use everything you quote unquote nagged about on the next bitch our next girl sorry and it's just like damn so watch out for that don't don't do not just let that boy be who he is and then sooner enough you're gonna get turned off and leave his ass if he's even if you have to train this boy you don't want it you don't want no guy you can train Uh uh-uh I want you to come as you are and if I fuck with you I fuck with you if I don't we do not mesh and we just gotta part ways even if it hurt my heart and I'm sitting here listening to Beyonce like it just don't matter like no uh-uh because next thing you know okay so my mic completely cut off when i didn't even notice it but there will be a part two soon um i know my podcast is circled around self-care but it's, I feel like, stuff that takes care of you mentally and saves you from mistakes is also self-care too. So there will be more, um, like, outside type of self-care, like, not inner. Like, there will be also, like, face mask tips and more. Okay, it's like, this is future me, by the way. I sound super tired. But yes, um, being a bad bitch isn't easy, but it's worth it. Bye.